I've got a chocolate cream stout here. Oh. Which is 12%. Oh. It's a pretty extreme for Monday night. Yeah, it is. I've got, like, I've got no low beers in the house. I've only got these extreme ones. Are you off, though? You're off work, though, aren't you? Nope. You see, Mr. Quatermass, I'm an old-fashioned sort of chap. I don't know much about rockets or travelling into space. I don't read science fiction. I'm a plain, simple Bible man. I have a routine mind and I have to do routine things. And the routine thing I have to do is host the Science Fiction Rating System podcast. Yes, I am Alex Humphrey and I am joined by Chris Redding. Hey, Chris. Hello. I thought you were going to do an accent. Yeah, I do speak a bit like that. It's just my southeast London roots coming out. Uh, And also Sam Draper. Hey, Sam. Hi. Hi. Uh, yeah, and we're here doing the Quatermass experiment. Do you, have to do, say- do you know what quote I hope you're going to do? What one? There's no room for personal feelings in science, Judith. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good... This, to be honest, I had quite a few. It's a very quotable uh, film. A very quotable film. My other one was... Uh, it's harmless, it's organic, it's jelly. End of analysis. <laughs> Uh, that's my. That was what I was. That was my alternate. But um, but yes, here we are. We're at the Quatermass experiment. Um, would you say it differently? It's just the exper- I mean, it starts with an X, but it's just. I always thought it was pronounced Quatermass until I watched the film and realised it's actually Quatermass. Quatermass yeah. Isn't that because Quatermass? Isn't that the character in? Is that the character yeah, from League of Extraordinary, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Uh, I yeah. thought they were connected before I watched it. I thought, oh, this is actually uh, where it's from. Oh, that'd be you know, cool. Quatermass, is that a real name? Are people called Quatermass? I don't know. I think no. so. It's made up, surely. I don't know. I don't know. It's such a, such a weird word, isn't it? Yes. It is One of those like, Victorian words, isn't it? Hmm. Hmm. Um, did, uh, well, anyway, yes. Yeah, so Quatermass Experiment, 1955. Screenplay and directed by Val Guest. Who also did the day the Earth caught fire? Didn't we do that? We did we do that? No, it no. stood still. Oh, stood caught still. Fire. Caught fire. Stood. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, and it was suggested to us, uh, I believe, oh, fuck. a while back. Yeah, I'll find that by sources. <laughs> insert sources here. I'll find it. Our <laughs> research department it. is just hard at work right <laughs> I'm now. I'm on it. Um, also, the screen. Jeffin. The screenplay also by Richard H. Landau, who did The Black Hole. Do you remember that? That crazy film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those really shit robots in it. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And based on the BBC television play by Nigel Keane, who wrote Look Back in Anger. Um, Had you seen any of the Quatermass films before, Chris? Nope. Because there's quite a few of them. uh, And there's a TV show. Um, So, here we go. This was so in May. Oh, yep. (laughs) Topical. But, But... uh, we read this email out on the Picard episode that went out last week so oh quite brilliant <laughs> Whoa. quite timely win uh, Nathaniel <laughs> uh, um, recommended this for Chris oh no actually sorry it's Quatermass and the Pit he recommended oh okay right but well, we're doing this well, we're doing, we're doing the wrong yeah. fi- we're even doing the wrong film no but there were three of them so <laughs> we're six months late we're doing the yeah. wrong film <laughs> I, I mean, it's a series. It's a series. Uh, you know. I'm sure he'll appreciate it anyway. What's that thing? Uh, hashtag FO... What is it? Uh, F-O-I-F, that's it. Fuck off, it's free. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Um, yeah, so it's based on the British science fiction... Um, uh, based on TV series from 53. Um, it was called The Creeping Unknown in the United States, which I don't think is a better title. Um, and uh, basically this TV show was like big it was big news people loved it they couldn't get enough of Quatermass um, and because of that uh, they uh, the six part the original six part TV serial, serial was broadcast in 53 it was an enormous success with critics and audiences alike and it was described by film historian later by Robert, uh, Robert Simpson later described it as an event television emptying the streets and pubs um, and that, as we found out pre-show yeah. Only two of the six episodes still exist. Yeah. Lost. Which is, Four of them are yeah. completely gone. Yeah, which is sad. Poof. Um, so Thanks Hammer... BBC. <laughs> yeah, screwed that up. Uh, Hammer Films producer Anthony Hines basically got the rights to it because it was so big. He's like, right, we'll make a film of that. Um, and it's spelt with the X because it had an X rating. Uh, the X certificate is the highest certificate you could get um, at that mm. time, I think. It was for, uh, uh, although... Um, 
it's very high rating, but it's that actually means it's too strong or intense for persons under the age of sixteen. So it's not actually that high a rating even then. No. Um, but yeah, but they basically they pitched they wanted it to have this high rating, so they they deliberately submitted kind of quite gory graphic scripts to get this <laughs> X rating. Uh, so yeah, so uh, we start off with some clouds, and I noticed that there's a thank you to the British Interplanetary Society in the beginning of this. I don't know what they did, but, you know. Um, and he got kind of a weird setup. basically a couple having a bit of a, a literal roll in the hay. Um, some bad fake laughing. Some very bad fake... It's all very British TV, isn't it? And, um, and then they're like, ah! It was just like pointing <laughs> something in the sky and you don't see what it is. Um, and they, they run in the... But don't they like run in the dad's house? And he's all like, all right. And he gets his shotgun and just goes back outside like yeah. with his shotgun. And then you see, when they go out, there's just a rocket stuck in the ground. Mm. Not a bad looking rocket. They look cool. It's all right, isn't it? It's pretty big. Yeah. It's quite an iconic rocket design, I thought. Yeah. I feel like I've seen that rocket before, but I don't know where. I, I think guess. it looked all right for, yeah. you know. Um, and again, classic. I mean, it's funny when you see these moments in these films that are so different to modern films you see all the medics the fiber going all that and the farmer that had his shotgun and his house got caved in he's having mm. a cigarette and the the ambulance around him he's like don't fast i'm all right like that and he's like smoking <laughs> a cigarette. um yeah and there's I, a lot of good like serviceman dialogue in this uh, film isn't there a lot of like a lot yeah that kind of thing yeah the opening 30 minutes of the television version are covered in two minutes in this film <laughs> <laughs> so i'm assuming this scene and the next scene a 30 minutes oh, of the TV. Really boring, wasn't I mean, must have got a whole village out to basically have oh, fun yeah. to shoot this, right? I yeah, bet- yeah, yeah. There's loads of extras, aren't there? Yeah. Like, and it's weirdly, like, a lot of films like this, you wouldn't have that many people around. For some reason, it would have crashed. It has a documentary feel about it, though, doesn't it? Yeah. That first bit. Like, there's a lot of people gawking. There's Fire Brigade. There's, like, all these people. And basically, the important person that turns up, we see a car, and in this car is uh, Bernard Quatermass himself, a uh, doctor, professor, he's called lots of things. Um, and he is played by, where's his blinking name? Brian, Brian Donlevy. Donlevy. Uh, and he is American in this version, but in the BBC he was... Yeah, he's meant to be English. English, yeah. which I think adds a bit of an interesting, you could say adds a bit of an interesting uh, dynamic, really. Do you think they're making a comment here about something? little bit i well I, I don't know i i couldn't decide what they were trying to do with quatermass is he a good guy is he a bad guy well this is yeah so basically you know, this whole thing he's just sassing off he's just rude yeah. isn't he to everyone he's a bit of a twat to everyone There's, he's in the car throughout he's in the car and you don't know this at the time but he's in the car with the wife of one of the astronauts in the spaceship yeah. who's distraught but not a good actor. Who is the, one of the worst actors yes, I've ever seen. She's absolutely awful. Absolutely terrible. I think she was like the girlfriend of someone. Are some of these people not actors? I don't think they are. I think she was the girlfriend of someone and that's why she's in it. On this woman, Marja Dean, th- occupation, beauty queen first, actress yeah. second, which I've, and says I a think lot, really. she was dubbed in, she was maybe dubbed over English and it, her, the dialogue looks weird, doesn't it? In her mouth, like... I don't know. Anyway, I, I, I she was dubbed. I just think she's terrible. Yeah, and you think it, it would be a dub, she'd sound better, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah. Mm. So he's he quite a mass is in the car. He's got his assistant Marsh, who is a major character yet completely uncredited, but whatever. Uh, and then you've got someone from the Home Office who's just like, "What's going on, quite a mass? You told me this would be fine. There's a rocket. What, what the hell?" And he's just like, "Yeah, he's just sassing off to everyone. He doesn't care. He's um, he's just a." Yeah, he's just an arsehole, basically, um, at this point. I'm glad they've got those farm gates the right way around because there's a lot of footage, there's a lot of content going around how gates are wrong in films. Oh, yeah, so the Jurassic oh. Park one's wrong, yeah. isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw that. Um, this, that woman, by the way, Marja yeah. Dean, this is her 45th film credit, so... Wow. <laughs> she's awful. Yeah. I mean, she's really awful. Yeah. They all seemed people happy with it, weren't they? No, yeah. one was... no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> she was doing. Um, Don Levy she was... She really some... did know what she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Don Levy was <laughs> suffering from alcoholism uh, at this point, um, and they basically realised that he was the, the the director. He was always carrying a flask of coffee. It was laced with brandy. Uh, the director basically said Brian was all right, no problem at all. Once you kept him sober, 
So, I mean, it's... I feel like they like cantankerous drunk is kind of what they're going. For. Perhaps they weren't going for that, and just the show turned up. <laughs> it was meant to be really good, but he just couldn't play. Yeah. It. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shouting. There's a lot of science talk. There's a lot of business with fire brigade. There's a really weird bit when the fireman and the policeman are having like a little talk of like, "Oh, how long have you been here?" Then he's like, "Oh yeah, I've got a." It's like yeah. a bit of back. Anyway, they have this whole thing about the hot. The rocket's hot, and they want to spray the rocket, and then they say, "Don't spray the rocket," and then they'd say, "Do spray the rocket." Because they think someone's still inside. Because there were supposed to be three astronauts. Mm-hmm. and But they believe that uh, Victor Curran, who is uh, the Judith, the terrible actress. How do they know there's three astronauts? Because they sent it up with they three. They sent three up. Yeah, they sent it up with three. Um, so they spray it down and then they do this big wheel... Um, and he like stumbles all out and he's all like, uh, like that. Um, it's a bit like last, uh, War of the Worlds, that bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Very War of the Worlds. But again, it's equated very, uh, What was the one fell to earth as well? Not like that as well, wasn't it? The man who fell to earth. Was that what it's called? No, no, no. Um, Day of the Day Earth was still, sorry. Mm. Yeah, Day of the Earth was still. It is, it is a bit. The like... local fire brigade really get to show off with unraveling their hoses, Lovely. don't they? Yeah, in, in this. a lot of that. You could see they were really yeah. loving it. Yeah. Do you think like seeing police and firemen on screen was like a novelty for people because there was so much procedural kind of like, or, or just got nothing else to show? Maybe which post-war up, up this is basically what you'd go to the cinema to see. You go and see firemen and policemen, and yeah, that's I don't know. What it, I think they're just trying to up the realism a bit. It's got that kind of handheld kind of you know a bit more. Yeah, I, I like you know. it. It's just a lot of these old films have a lot of this where it's like the procedure of like a. Uh, an emergency service doing something mm. is a lot of the film, <laughs> isn't it? You know. um, but yeah, Quatermass is still an arsehole because they put the astronaut in the in an ambulance and he mm. throws the doctor out and just starts yeah. like yelling at him like, "What was? What have you been doing? Like, what's going on in the rocket? What happened to the other guys?" Mm. Um, so yeah, you, you're right. He's a he's an odd character. He he, he thinks it's everyone's fault except his own fault, despite. Yes. He's literally been told, you can't send a rocket into space. And he was yeah. like, fuck you, I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, he did it anyway. Yeah, like, it's all his fault. Everything's his fault. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't know if you spoke... Is it an anti-science film, this film? <laughs> is it an anti-American film? Is it against the American space programme? Is it against that kind of... But do they say he's American in the film, though? But he mm. obviously is American. Like, But he's not, because, like... Oh, but he's, he's working with British, British soil. Yeah, yeah he's, he's gone off British, British soil. soil. So, yeah, like, true. It's it's as, it's as though they didn't acknowledge his accent at all. Like, it's as though he's actually mm. British. He's just talking like an American. Yeah. I think in the 50s, there was an acknowledgement. I think it's like that alternative reality of, like, they actually thought Britain could go to the moon and stuff. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's, it is odd. Um, so you get some, like, classic newspaper headlines... Man masters space. Rocket lands at night in the countryside. Why the secrecy? Um, things like that. I uh, like how when they turn the wheel, like it makes it go s- straight when they're <laughs> when they're in it. What, oh, yeah, 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 just yeah, steering yeah, yeah. wheels all yeah. over the place yeah. that they just start turning. Um, we're introduced to the next big uh, important character, which is Jack Warner playing Inspector Lomax. Lomax, uh, and Lomax. he's basically the hero, I would say, of this film. Uh, he went on after this to become Dixon in Dixon of Doc Green and made it was 432 episodes of that. So he did it for a very long wow. while. Uh, but yeah, we see him trying to have a shave, which is, becomes a weird running joke that he can't ever have a shave uh, in this film. But for some reason, the yeah the police are being uh, have been contacted because. There are two missing astronauts. Uh, only, only, only one of them survived, and uh, two of them have, uh, have have disappeared. And he says a really good thing. He says that quote about being an old-fashioned man. He also says, "When three men take off in a rocket and only one comes back, in our reckoning, that leaves minus two, and minus two puts us in the embarrassing position of having to investigate plus one, whether he's <laughs> conscious, unconscious, or a gibbering idiot." <laughs> There's quite a lot of like, yeah, I think it's quite a good script. Like, it's quite a fun, um, and there's quite a good back and forth between him and Quatermass. Like, Quatermass is just so rude to him. And there's even little bits where, like, I think there's a bit where he says, Oh, should I come with you? And Quatermass doesn't send anything. He's like, Oh, okay, thanks. And like, he's really passive aggressive <laughs> to him. Like, um, so, yeah, so Lomax is investigating what's going on. Um, and basically, 
you know, we've got the investigation into Victor. Victor shouldn't be alive, but he is. Uh, his skin is all weird. He's being analysed by uh, the doctor. Yeah. And there's very obviously, it was obviously cut out, but there's very obviously supposed to be the relationship between the doctor and Victor's wife. They were yeah, very yeah. obviously supposed to be having an affair, but they've kind of yeah, like, cut, uh, like cut it out or something. Like, because they're yeah, a bit too. Yeah, it's a bit weirdly done, isn't it? Um, so, yeah. So, her, her interaction with everyone's a bit weird, though. Yeah, she's just terrible. I guess she's just not very good, yeah. Yeah, but. no, she's just terrible. So, yeah, so. Just, and he's not the official doctor. He's not like the NHS, is he? No, well, didn't exist anyway. But like, he's, he's not just there. like quite a massive doctor. <laughs> I don't think there was an NHS. Real, there wasn't. No, he tried to send to like a real hospital, doesn't he? And quite. Oh like, no. yeah, you can't. Yeah, he says you can't. <laughs> you stay with my dude. Yeah. Uh, they go into the ship. Marsh goes into the ship, finds some goo, uh, and then they test the goo. And as I say, it's harmless. It's organic. It's jelly. End of analysis. Um, <laughs> and then Victor's still all weird. And his face is his face. He's always it's quite good. Like I don't know if the guy is just mucked up looking, but he's very cavernous, isn't he? He's very oh, he's if you see him, he looks no, he looks very gaunt in real life. Oh, that dude, okay. it's good casting. <laughs> he's yeah. like a bit like Frankenstein. He's like a bit like Frankenstein's monster, isn't he? He's very like he just if all looks. Jang- there's something wrong with him in real life. <laughs> yeah, well, he's just all jangly and like I don't know. There's a really nice. I thought it was really nice that bit when. Quite a mass and the doctor are talking, and you can see, um, you can see her asleep and him in the bed, and the, they're, they're actually he's, he's getting up. Yeah, and it, the camera just drifts into the room. Yeah, but yeah, they're still talking yeah. about this goo, which is it's kind of important. And then he just yeah. like gets up that and, like, cool. and attacks the plant, mm. the, the vase of flowers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically they conclude. Um, <laughs> Quatermass says, it's almost beyond human understanding. Some fantastic invisible force converted two men into jelly. <laughs> so basically, it's that this, while they were in space, something floated in the ship that was sentient and attached itself to them and killed two of the, it liquefied two of the astronauts and then kind of attached itself to the third to live. Is that where, where did you get that, do you reckon? Yeah, but also they, until they find out what the jelly's up to, they sort of treat jelly like it's literal just yeah. jelly that we would eat. Yeah. As though it's like, it's just fine that jelly was out there. Like, why wouldn't jelly be out there? There's no mm. sort of like, you think yeah. the scenes have found jelly, but like, what the fuck is this doing in this rocket? But they're just yeah. like, oh, it's just jelly, you know, space no, jelly, we see it all the time. They're li- oh, God, he is cavernous, so I can see that guy now, sorry. Um, yeah, he's, it, they're too kind of relaxed about it, aren't they? Um, and Which is just like the jelly's turned up all the time. That's what it seems like, isn't it? It's really weird. <laughs> mm. And then, look, eventually, like, oh, this jelly's trying to take over the world. Yeah. Well, you should have been. <laughs> what did you think was going on? Yeah. What, what was this space jelly? Yeah, you know? I mean, there is a kind of line that Quatermass is fiercely irresponsible and doesn't seem to care about human life at all. Like, at no, all. all he wants to do is get another rocket up there. Yeah, he just. And that, it's all everything science. else, it doesn't matter to him. Yeah, and again, <laughs> I was strange. like, is the film saying he's bad because of this? And like, we need to be, like, we need to be wary of these scientists. Like, I think the very end. I love the end. Confirmed to me that he is bad in a way. But I love the end. I made, the end that end great. made me like him, weirdly. Mm, yeah. But mm. anyway, uh, the, the Marsh says, oh, actually, there was a camera in the ship and I've got the footage and it actually, we can get it developed, but it's really bad quality. And Quatermass is like, you fucking idiot. Like, what do you mean this, this footage of this? Why the hell didn't you tell me this ages ago? Like, he like has this huge go at him. And there's a weird bit when they're at the, the, the lab and the guy's like, oh, it's not very good. I mean, I, I'd, I'd rather do the, develop this again for you. Like, I'd, I'm really up, you know, I'm really not happy with how it's come out. And he's like, just give it to me. Um, and then you see I love that though. the footage is great yeah it looks really, cool. really good doesn't it so you're kind yeah, of yeah. watching it and they do really nice framing that it's projected on a TV was it a screen yeah. on the wall so you can see the wall around yeah, it yeah, yeah. so you're very aware that you are watching another screen in a screen and they do that um, 2001 trick where he walks up the side of the wall doesn't yeah, he yeah this is 1955 like yeah. it's pretty you know the Anthony Rabbit's what they did here had we got someone in space at that point? No one had Gagarin gone up by 55? No, no, no. It feels, no. Like, no. It feels like really quite yeah, you know, it, it's, ahead of its time. It's not bad. Like, I quite, and the way the ship is, it's quite like, it looks almost like a submarine, doesn't it? it doesn't, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a, it it's more of a practical ship than a 
sci-fi ship, isn't it? It's a bit more yeah. science-looking. Um, it feels like it's so it's ahead of like like real life in a way, in a kind of a yeah. It's quite prescient in a way that a lot of these old things we watch are kind of just absolute banana stuff, you know. Yeah. This, this felt quite grounded in a way, which yeah. is good. Obviously, the rocket itself looks fucking ridiculous, yeah. but but this footage I thought was like, oh, this is something that you could believe. Yeah, believe, believe, but you know. So the must have like laid the set on the side on its side. Yeah, yeah, it must have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the camera's midway through the angle of it, and they are on a slope. Mm. Either way of it, I don't know. Either side of it, they also have an automatic prison, a prism. I think I wrote it right. Which for some reason, every like third shot, it cuts to the panels and the readouts. So they can, oh, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is kind of again like it looks weird, but you're like, no, but actually, wouldn't that would make sense if you were interested in the scientific element of this? You probably would want that, wouldn't? Mm. You? Oh, so it records the telemetry as well. Yeah, and the heat and everything, so they can see mm. the heat goes mental, doesn't it? When this, so something happens, you can see something happens. Uh, scary music. Two of the people like go like and lie on the floor. It is not very well done, but. You see a weird effect, don't you? Hit the camera, but I mean, yeah. obviously, this is the alien coming into the ship. It's what um, is what they're implying. Um, but meanwhile, as, as Sam pointed out, uh, they've moved Victor to a normal hospital, um, and his wife's not having any of it. So she hires a private detective who yeah. is this weird character who's obsessed with money and just a very <laughs> odd character. Isn't yeah, really he? odd. And he's outside and puts on a nurse's outfit, just goes in a side door and it's like, oh yeah, I am a nurse yeah. now. Um, like when he gets like th- carry on. Yeah. It totally. It feels so British and old fashioned, doesn't yeah. it, for this bit. It's like from that bit of the in this astronaut bit, it's like, oh, this is really advanced. Now yeah. it's like, oh no, this is just some no. bullshit. Yeah, because she's thing. she's gone in and said, like, oh, can I see my husband? And they're like, oh no, you can't, sorry, love. But he's in this exact room, and the nurse there comes off at this exact time, and the nurse's name is. But you this. didn't hear it from me, love. But yeah, and so he just goes in. He he sneaks upstairs. He he gets Victor. Victor gets upset with a uh, a, um, a, a a cactus and punches yeah. punches a cactus. Yeah. Um, and then they go down in the lift, and he's got like I don't know. Does he just does he? He just hits the private investigator in the face. Like he caves his face in, doesn't he? Or yeah, is this something like that? Yeah, and then um, he like goes out to the car and gets in the car, and the nurse screams, finds him, and screams. And then they're driving, and he's just like the best scene in the film. Yeah, I loved it. He's just like giving her this really weird. She's trying to give him a cigarette. She's so oblivious. Yeah, isn't she? She's like, oh, we'll get away. We're going to sort you out. And he's just like staring at her. Like he just looks like he's fucking dead. Yeah. And he's like. She's just going like, oh, we know we're going to go, we'll find some help, we're going to go back to the home, it'll be lovely or whatever. It's so, it's the one time actually her bad acting really played into the scene because she's so oblivious of what's going on. Yeah, and then she sees his weird mucked up hand and screams and and he just gets out and runs off. Don't you think, right, that scene as well, is? I think it's probably intentional because it's all we could do, but the fact they just keep it on, she's in the foreground, he's in the background, and it must be two, three minutes of her just chatting Mm. and he's just literally just going... Just staring yeah. at her throughout the yeah. whole scene, and it's so good. Like yeah. it's such a fantastically weird thing because yeah. you know something's going to go wrong, don't you? Yeah, but, but the thing is, because they were so, they know they're very aware that the effects are not very good, and they need to. She hide screams at the end. Like, yeah, <laughs> like they really need to hide the effects because they know that they're not. You know, once you've seen these things, it's never as scary as the kind of implied. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, a weird morbid fact is that the the film achieved a degree of notoriety in America when the parents uh, of a, a a small boy, nine year old boy, tried to sue them because the son died of a ruptured artery in the cinema uh, after a double bill of the black sheep and this, and that went into the Guinness World Records book as being the only case someone dying of fright in a horror film. Oh, wow. Um, so they tried to sue the yeah, wow. but he had an and he had a uh, what did he have? He had a ruptured artery, so it's probably nothing to do with the film. But it had an ex certificate though, so surely. Well, yeah, he shouldn't have been in there, should he? He shouldn't have been in it. No, that shouldn't have been in there. So yeah, so quite a mass and Lomax and the Doctor Gordon, they find the detective's body, and uh, they also say that Judith is been found out of her head uh, yeah. 
moaning in the car and just like going off. Do they say she keeps saying he's turned to a cactus? Yeah, that bit where they keep saying like that. He's become a cactus. Yeah, so isn't true. And then you see a big montage of like river police, London sights, police cars, like very much like you know. um, Is that little girl he visits? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that little girl is no who? That's Jane Asher. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, that's Jane Asher. Oh, yeah. She must also. Um, what's her name? Dame, Dame Thora Heard is in this somewhere as well. She's in actually. Oh, I think she's the you know the drunk woman later on. Oh, that's the, the weird drunk woman. I think that might oh, be her. Oh yeah, she is. No, he's a Rosie. Yes, that is who it is. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so they basically uh, the doctor does an autopsy and says that half of the PI's face is plants, mm. and the tissue's being eaten away and. Uh, Victor goes to a chemist and he uh, doesn't go well doesn't go well I love the way the chemist like throws his arms back he's like no like, does it also re- that chemist is like oh because he got your brakes in he's like what are you doing what are you doing I can't believe you're doing this and then the guy turns around and he turns around and the chemist's like oh you need some help and he's all of a sudden like really like <laughs> prepared to just like help him out he's like trashed half the shop yeah but, yeah uh, yeah as, you, as uh, Sam pointed out it gets to the Deptford docks um, and scares a little girl um, that's a bit that's very obviously a kind of um, a riff on Frankenstein isn't it you know yeah, like the yeah, little girl yeah. by the water and stuff um, and yeah so they're kind of you just got like the police there's a very weird this bit I thought was really weird and just didn't really work when he go the zoo thing I just didn't get this at all yeah I, he goes mm. to a zoo and it take you see animals getting really upset and a, and a man... <laughs> they keep going back, don't they? Doddering around the I zoo. I think they must have got a zoo, like they knew someone who had a zoo. Yeah, it, fe- it feels really like a weird... They knew the I fire engine maybe guys, like... and they knew the zoo yeah. guys. And they knew the zoo, zoo guy, yeah. Maybe seeing a lion on the screen was exciting. To yeah, maybe. I think but it was. Yeah, he's, he's killed all the things in the zoo, isn't he? He's killed tons of animals. I mean, are they... He's gone mad. Just dead animals then? Well, how did they do that? Is that an effect? Probably just shot them. Just I think they shot in the fifties. They probably just yeah, shot them. Yeah, 50s. like in them days, they didn't make that. They didn't have one of those effect. things. There's no animal was no. harmed. That was not no. on the credits. No. Yeah. It was like a list of like these animals were shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your <laughs> in, your yeah. entertainment. Want to see a dead tiger? <laughs> Watch the Quatermass experiment. Um, back in the lab, Gordon has got the goo, and he's put it next to a mouse, and he's mm. basically said in twelve minutes it's absorbed everything in there and I'm assuming a ton of other mice and trebled in size and it's just mm. like there's one mouse left and it hasn't eaten that one because it's full or something isn't it isn't that like what it basically says and they, like you say they're just leaving this weird like horrible thing. goo thing yeah like care. no and it nearly gets out doesn't it it, it nearly yeah. doesn't it get on the floor goes towards another mouse mm. but like dies of starvation before it can get there and they're like oh that was lucky because if it got to that other mouse like, yeah, they're very... Do, um, do you know what the jelly and the monsters are made out of? No. It is tripe and rubber. Oh, oh. I mean, it looks all right. I bet it stunk, didn't it? Though? Yeah. Tripe, big pile of tripe on a set. Yeah. Under yeah. the big lights. lights. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so 50s England that, like, the only <laughs> stuff they had lying around they've got is tripe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The end of the ration book. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever they've got left to go and get. Some tripe. Um, we got yeah. We get a bit of a comedy aside as uh, the Rosemary Rosie Elizabeth Wrigley, which is a full name on IMDb. I don't know why she gets a a four a four name name, but she does. Uh, it's hilarious because she's credited as Rosemary Rosie Elizabeth Wrigley, and then the other person in the scene is called Police Sergeant Questioning Rosie. So she gets four <laughs> names, and he gets her name basically. Do you think Thor heard of the star at the time? No, like, I don't think. Like, no, I don't know. She wasn't. It's a star no. turn though. She's in there, oh, yeah, she's, she's good, a yeah. drunk going on about how she's seen something and basically the, the joke is that he takes it seriously and says, I think you actually did see something and she faints because she's actually, you know, she's not yeah, hallucinating, she's, basically. What she call them? Gin, gin gremlins, isn't it? Gin, she says, like, gin goblin. It's, it's not a gin goblin. <laughs> yeah, like an uh, yeah, so for some reason, uh, we're heading to Westminster Abbey and the thing has gone to Westminster. I don't know why it's drawn to Westminster Abbey. Maybe it's a religious element to it, but I also think it wants to be crowned monarch of the country. <laughs> Amazing! That no, is how they. This is how in the fifties they could conceive yeah. of taking yeah. over yeah. a country. Yeah. Yeah. If it's is, you actually have to be crowned. <laughs> totally. 
The alien comes <laughs> down, but he's not officially an alien until he's like yeah. become the monarch. That might be yeah. it. That might be it. Um, so <laughs> imagine they're like breaking the script and they're going like the aliens come down right what's an alien going to want well what else do you want other than to become the king you know yeah. what else could they can't want? do anything it can't <laughs> even yeah. hope to take over the world if yeah. it wasn't head yeah. of state so I was like wouldn't he go for like the weapons over why would anyone want to be anything other than the king of course you want <laughs> yeah. to be the king of the country yeah I mean if he was the king he'd have all the weapons and we'd yeah. do exactly yeah. what he wanted <laughs> Um, well, he's also got a TV crew at Westminster Abbey, um, and this is really weird. Everyone, <laughs> TV weird TV crew it's making so a program about the restoration of Westminster Abbey. Yeah, and then how how did this get into a film? It's so, so again, strange. I think like, they had an abbey or something well, with like some scaffolding in. Well, they bought the, the rights for this off the BBC, so maybe the BBC said, well, we want to be, like... Nature. Oh, this was coronation. This is the shit they had up for the coronation or something, probably, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, what year was that? Was that the this, same? About this era, wasn't it? 53 or something? So they're actually in Westminster Abbey. They filmed it in Westminster Abbey. I don't, I don't know. know. The outside gates look like it is, but they're blowing <laughs> shit up inside <laughs> there, so I don't know. They're <laughs> putting triple over the floor. <laughs> But then it could be like just a. It could be just like a little village church as well, because the shots aren't like that wide. Yeah, they keep going. They go live, and then they see like tentacles and stuff, and they're like, "Oh right, so going live." Michael Carreras wrote to the Abbey seeking permission to film, but there was refused permission to film in the Abbey. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it was filmed in. Uh, country house I'd like to see the letter it'd be we're going to shoot a very tasteful scene of an alien octopus (laughs) who wants to become king (laughs) (laughs) yeah it will require emptying several Abbey (laughs) onto the floor of the abbey Um, I mean, if you read the Wikipedia right, it's bonkers. It's a, for the climactic scene at Westminster Abbey, Barry created a monster from tripe. Yeah. And rubber. Yeah. Cool. Um, also, they, did film, they filmed at Cheston Zoo, though. So they might be right, Chris. Oh, they did know at Cheston yeah. Zoo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the guy... The I thought there was a real octopus going on here as well, because I thought that yeah. looked quite good. Yeah. The special effects technician, Les Bowie, recalled... We did Quatermass on a budget so low it wasn't a real budget. I did it for wages, not as a proper effects man who gets allocated a certain budget for a movie. So he just paid like minimum wage for a film crew and then did it anyway. Um, mm. Oh yeah, so he made the mod- he made the monster out of tribe and rubber and photographed it against the model of the Abbey. Mm. Which makes sense, I guess. He, well, have been putting it- he could tell all his mates in the pub that he's just blown up Westminster Abbey trying to make an octopus king. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they need a plan to kill the octopus so they talk about a flamethrower and then they talk about dynamite uh, and then they, they, what they agree on is electrocuting it uh, by going to Battersea Power Station and rerouting all the electricity from London can, can I just read this quote from the director this is incredible so Michael Carreras this is him talking about the climactic scene of the, of the glob, of the, of the valium there was this great glob of something hanging about on the scaffolding. They put their best music behind it and the best effects, but it meant nothing as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely nothing at all. <laughs> to rectify this, they added a single eye <laughs> to the monster, <laughs> and he was happy with it. It was fine. That was all it to do. Wow. I wow. mean, it does look good, the eye, but, you know. That's, I think that. that's an octopus. That's a real octopus, that bit, the eye. Nothing, that's the tripe. That's the tripe, I think. That's the tribe. There's a close up of a real octopus with an oh, eye. Is there? Yeah. Oh, sorry, yes. Uh, you, you're correct. Uh, in the, mm. Yes, they use an octopus for the final moments. Yeah. Mm. Do they electrocute it? Probably. Yeah, they fried that as well, yeah. Yeah. Like fucking sta- <laughs> stapled an eye to its fried body. God. Oh. And then just <laughs> executed it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's up this. You finally see the monster. It looks odd. It's up some scaffolding. They hook up a load of electrodes to it. They give the order to Battersea to just turn off all the electricity and fry it, don't they? Um, yeah. And it's kind of. Uh, 
It's kind of, you see it, it's all horrible, there's horrible noise, it bursts into flames. That noise is fucking awful. Yeah. It's terrifying, that noise. Yeah, yeah. Really bad. Yeah. Um, Nigel Keane was particularly aggravated by the dropping from his original teleplay, the notion that Corun had absorbed not only the bodies, but also the memories and personalities of the fellow astronauts. This change leads to the most significant difference between two versions. In the television version, Quatermass makes a personal appeal to the last vestiges that remain of the three absorbed astronauts to make the creature commit suicide before it can spore, whereas in the film version, Quatermass kills the creature by electrocution. Um, the original thing, he was like, look, yeah. I know we all want to be king. Yeah. <laughs> we would love to be king. It's just not feasible. Yeah. We have to go through conventional... Yeah. Uh, yes. I have petitioned Parliament. Yeah, yeah. we were not yeah. born to it. Unless you're going Constitutional to means do not allow a. Yeah, I implore you, Squid Alien. Let us go through yeah. the proper channels. If you can get the votes in the House of yeah. Lords. Um, and the end. So Lomax says to Quatermass, "Well, this time you won. In my simple Bible way, I did a lot of praying. One world at a time is good enough for me." So he has his little dig. But, who gets the last laugh? The true ending is, so Quatermass, if everyone can picture this, the audience out there, he's walking through the abbey, away from the burnt monster, and a man comes up and he's like, oh, can can we open the abbey, sir? And he just ignores the first guy. Walks to another guy, another guy's like, another guy's like, oh, the police are outside holding the crowds back, do we still need to hold them, sir? And he just ignores that guy, gets out, (laughs) and his assistant walks up and says... Uh, is there anything? What are you do? Is there anything I can? He says, "Like, do you need any help? As in, like, yeah. do you need any help because we just fucking killed an alien monster? <laughs> it, it went really badly, and like, are we yeah. going to get sued? And like, you know, we have a new that. king. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Quatermass <laughs> says, "Yeah, I need help. We're going to start again." And you just yeah. see him walk down the middle of the road, like proper, like baller shit. down the middle of the road, and then yeah. just a rocket just shooting off into space, and we're just going to do it. And where's that launching from? Like Piccadilly Circus? Somewhere, somewhere in the country, probably. <laughs> um, I loved the end. I was like, you know what? I'm down with this guy now. You know what? You've, he's got my. But he's respect. clearly a bad guy, isn't he? Oh, he's awful. He's an awful person. I want to know how they did that rocket because launch because it looks quite good. He's terrible. He's a terrible, terrible person. It's so odd, isn't it? Because it's not... They don't go as far as to make him a real villain. Like, he's not no. actually on the alien side. No, he's but clearly not on anyone's side other than his own side. No, he's such a strange it's, character. It's just like... Yeah, I mean, and apart from, as I say, that a conclusion that science is awful and we should stop it right now, I, I don't know what it, the film's... Apart from freaking you out, what's the film... I didn't really get what the film was trying to say. Well, I guess, like, he is doing a non-government licensed rocket launch... So maybe there's a maybe there's a threat of like people like doing their own rocket launches in the fifties. Maybe they thought like get to like. Is it a comment on now like SpaceX and all that? Like, is it about actually maybe, about yeah, like yeah, yeah. proliferation yeah. of rockets? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a question for you, Alex. Oh yeah. You, have you you've seen Quatermass in the Pit? Is that yes, right? Yeah. What's Quatermass like in that? He's British in that. He's a bit different. Is he evil I remember him he... being a bit more of a doddery old like proper like professor type character not like he's this. not like an evil dude at no all. not that i remember it's all right, about okay. the underground i think he's right. might be a bit like more science you know more for the science than anything else but i don't remember him being like this matt yeah. like no no i think they're a bit more like oh let's i i've i thought he, he's brought in more as an expert to, to help them because they find i feel like they dig up the underground and they find some ancient alien thing and he gets brought in to advise them on what how to stop it. That's what mm. I thought it was, but I'm not sure. Um, um, the interesting thing really about this film is that it was very successful, and because of this being successful, and also the films, the, the Hammer films, X the Unknown, uh, Quatermass 2, and The Curse of Frankenstein, so all those films, they basically meant Hammer was like, hold on a minute, we can make a lot of money with horror and sci-fi here. And basically, that's what they then went to do. So the Hammer, Hammer Horror, Horror was a yeah, thing. Hammer Horror wouldn't really exist if they hadn't done this and got such right. a good, you know, done so well with it. They found what their market was. So it's kind of, you know, important in that sense. I don't think it's going to mm. score high on the uh, significance. Um, uh, but yeah, but yeah, what did everyone think of Quatermass experiments, uh, Sam? I thought it was very. Oh, Chris. Well, Chris, go on, Chris. I thought it was very entertaining, actually. Yeah, it's quite. It's good fun, good. wasn't it? 
I'd like to do a British sci-fi in this style. It'd be quite yeah. fun. Yeah, Periods I think you could do like a periods. a League of Gentlemen esque kind of thing, couldn't you? Well, that funny about that, to sci-fi the rather Mark than Gattis did do a remake of this. Uh, oh, did he? Oh, well, like, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Two thousand and five. Uh, have you seen okay. it? Is it any, any no? Good? I might have to watch that. I, don't, I think Mark Gates is the weakest of the League of Gentlemen, mm. to be honest. I prefer the Inside Number 9 to. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Shearsmith and... Yeah, he's yeah. a bit up himself, isn't he, Mark Gattis? He is, and he's a bit too, like... All that Sherlock shit's terrible oh, and Doctor Who. I don't like no, that kind of stuff. No, Sherlock's terrible. But Inside Number 9 is great. Mm. And, you know... Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you enjoyed it then? You were, you were down with the Quatermass? I was down, and it was just hilarious in lots of yeah. ways. I just thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it was like... You know, it was. I think it was made, at, you know, in a time where sci-fi was really like being invented, mm, and yeah. mm-hmm. it, it's just interesting to see. And you can really see what things that came about. I guess it took twenty years from this to for sci-fi to re, be really flushed out. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see those origins and what mm. sticks and what doesn't. And yeah, like how the, the conventions and the cliches that aren't conventions or cliches at that point, mm. what they do with them. Yeah. Sam? I agree. I really enjoyed it. It makes me want to watch more of these old films because yeah. I think there's a sweet spot. I, I really enjoyed that Dem film with Big Ants. Mm. Oh, yeah. But do you remember Journey to the Centre of the yeah. Earth? Yeah. Mm. Which wasn't as good. No, it was just too long, that. That's the yeah. only problem with it. it. Well, it was too long, but it's also I felt it was more kind of silly in a way. Like yeah. Yeah. There's something about this kind of it's almost like a procedural kind of crime drama yeah. that happens yeah. to have an alien in it. That that felt, I kind of really like. Centre of the Earth felt like it was for families. This felt like it's for. This feels like an adult. That's true for adults. This That's is an true, adult yeah. film, not in a, that mm. way, but like it's an it's adult just, audience. It's not kids think, or you know. Yeah. Well, I guess it shows a crew member like morphing into a creature and then being electrocuted. Yeah. So yeah. it's. Pretty, pretty adult story yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah yeah but but it, but like Chris says it's because they've not got all those tropes in yet yeah you get weird shit like the fact they're in Westminster Abbey and the fact that <laughs> there's a whole bit of the private detective getting the guy yeah. out to have a smoke yeah. it's but which is good it's interesting yeah, it's yeah, nice yeah. it's different yeah, it, it's, it's like it's like going it's like how like sci-fi has kind of gone in all directions and it's like going back out the other end of it into where it's in all yeah. directions back then because it hadn't gone into the yeah, yeah. yeah 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 that's good so yeah I enjoyed it yeah. as well no I, yeah I really liked it yeah no it, it was punchy it's only an hour and a half it, it, you know I quite like that's an hour 20 I oh, think okay. it's really short I like yeah. the dialogue I felt the dialogue felt really really fast it was very quick yeah. talking but not in that I think some of the older films it can be a bit annoying more the American ones can well it be gets a bit... the thing is they 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 sometimes go too much like a, a play, don't they? Yeah. And, like it's staged. But yeah. this is like past that where they're, they're kind of learning about yeah. how a film needs to be more dynamic and yeah. less three people in a room talking yeah. and not the camera doesn't move kind of thing. Like yeah. you say, that shot when they, they go onto the, the, the guy getting out of bed is a yeah. real filmic oh, no, whilst really talks. Yeah. Like there's the sort of non-diegetic stuff. It's such a filmic sort of thing mm. that doesn't exist much before this I don't think no. you know, obviously it doesn't like Gone the Wind things like that but like a lot of these kind of like schlocky B-movie things weren't really doing this I don't think no. until this sort of 50s era it's no. interesting it's interesting no and I did it was I think it's quite funny to watch a whole film and think god that, that character's awful and at the end I was yeah, just like yeah. oh my god this end is amazing like I'd quite yeah. I'd want more films that's it's quite a bold ending to be like totally. yeah, kind of the villain. That, that guy just has be, he hasn't learned anything. He's not learned one <laughs> single thing. That character. The script to be revised until yeah. that guy didn't exist nowadays. Yeah, in that, in, as that role because he's, he's not a role. He's not a villain. He's not a hero. No. He, he's 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 just this weird enigma, isn't he? Yeah. It's, it's such a strange. Character. He doesn't. He yeah. isn't. He's not. The only thing I can compare it to it randomly is you know the the founder. You know the film about McDonald's. Oh yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the, that. That his uh, what's his character in that uh, Michael mm. Keaton? He doesn't really learn anything, but like he's he kind of worse in a way. But like he doesn't really learn anything by the end. In fact, he's kind of won in the end. And yeah, it's and the same also, idea Quint- that like this kind of awful person's just gonna but he's just gonna do it again. Mass, yeah, he doesn't want to learn. No, he's no. got no interest in this. Other than no. like, can we get this shit out of the way? Because I've got to send. Yeah, I've got another rocket. <laughs> yeah, and he's but like, all all people, <laughs> we've all worked with people who are just cogs. Yeah. And that's what yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah I think it's yeah. an it's an element of sci-fi that's maybe not. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a someone that obsessive that is not going to be stopped by. It's it's a catastrophe. Left, 
<laughs> totally. And it's great to be left for that film where, like, to the last second, you couldn't work out what that guy's motive was. No. Mm. No. And at the end, you do get it. He wants to build another rocket. Yeah. But all throughout, you're kind of like, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Yeah. Is he going to have, like, a hero's turn at the end to save the day? No. None of those things. He's going to observe it all, wander off and yeah. go, let's do it all again. You know. I don't know if it's... I think it's him in the second one, but I don't know what the second one's like or... Might, might have to find out. So let's rank... Let's, let's ratey, ranky, rank it. Science. So... I mean, it's weirdly not bad. I don't. I think the ship looks pretty good, and there's some stuff in it that isn't bad. For the time, I mean, it's yeah. literally is science fiction. This film, like yeah. this is, this is before they knew it was common to know anything about this. Yeah. I, d- I don't know if they had someone who was like an aeronautics person on the team or something, but it's well, they, pretty they, mad. They had the what did I say the British planetary oh the interplanetary society, society yeah, yeah. They had them. they've got a building in South London which is still quite impressive I mean they're quite oh, a cool okay. little organisation I've got a coaster from them somewhere <laughs> there's a great line so one of the guy it's the the Bible guy isn't it? it's like I don't read science fiction you know that guy is like mm. oh yeah like, yeah that's my one yeah yeah the beginning yeah he's oh you sorry you said all that yeah the start yeah and that's that. You know, they're acknowledging that it's sitting yeah. away yeah, and yeah, kind of yeah. rounding it back in the real world. Yeah. I really appreciate yeah, that. No, I th- yeah, I thought that was quite bold as well. And he's kind of religious, but it, he says he's religious, but there's not some religious element to it. Like, it's not like God stops the monster in the end or it no, doesn't no, go no, no. silly that way, does it? So, What are we saying? Five, a six? Five or a six? Much, guys, five or a six? Yeah, yeah. Six? Yeah. Let's go six. I mean, you could say a lot of it is wrong, but it's actually... No, I think, yeah. given the understanding back then, I think it, a lot of it is right. Yeah. I think it deserves props to say for that that camera footage of them in the spaceship. Yes. Considering no one had been to space at that point, I think yeah. that is pretty impressive. That yeah. that is so realistic. How about Compare this to Life, the Ryan Reynolds. Film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, craft. Craft. Um, I mean, it is cheap. It is cheap. I mean, it's not bad for the. I'd time. Like to know what they're budget was it's not great but um eight quid yeah well pre-decimalization let's uh, have a look um <laughs> have we got a how many shillings uh, uh pounds okay seems like quite uh, a lot is it not let's have a look using the inflation calculator £42,000 is Uh, a million. I can oh. say it would be so funny if it came back and it said it was like half a billion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, a million pounds. Oh, maybe then it wasn't as good as it could have been then. Because, you know. It was 955. Yeah. It? I mean, but it, I think it was cheap. I think, you know, it's not that old. It's no. not like it's like pre war, is it? No, like a four. It, it was. Four or five yeah. then? Four sounds fair, yeah. Mm. Uh, art. art. I mean, I quite like the script. I think the script's There's quite good. There's some bad acting going on. There is some bad <laughs> acting. That brings it down. Uh, the score's not that script's much good. to write home about. There's some interesting bits of cinema. The art department did a good job, given their yeah. resources. Yeah, Maybe like tripe a and rubber dude. bang in the middle of six, a five or a six. six. Five, yeah. yeah, five. I mean, artistic use five. of tripe. Yeah. 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 Uh, really, <laughs> let's put six. This is a bonus point for that, really. Yeah. You get tripe in films. We need a tripe bonus. It's a tripe bonus. Tripe modifier, yeah. Um, been film I don't know about significance really because I don't know how many people I think people would either think of the TV series or Quite a Mass in the Pit is more famous so I don't know yeah I'd heard of Quite a Mass in the Pit but yeah, not this yeah so I think it's low on significance maybe like a three but two. was it influential on other stuff though I think it was hugely influential probably no, to but the, the TV, UK but sci-fi maybe, but the TV show was the, the influential yeah. thing and this yeah, is really. an adaptation so what two, three? Yeah. Two, so two. was the TV show like a different monster each week, like X Files? No, I think no, it was, it was one this story. It was that whole episodes, story, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah, but they've lost all but the first two episodes of it, basically. Yeah. So you can't. In fact, didn't you say the first two are just that bit when he's trying to thirty get to minutes the... is mm. the first probably two. Yeah, thirty minutes is two minutes in the film. Mm. Yeah. So well, that's all that remains because it's the only, because they're, they're fifteen minutes oh, long each God. episode. So all they've got is that very start bit. Oh yeah. wow! Okay. Nice. Uh, it was the first in a franchise. Yes, it was. Uh, it's not question of content. It's not popping. So let's r- rank. Sorry, let's tilt this baby. Tilty tilt. Three, two, one, tilt. We've got a six for me and a seven from you two. 
giving us a very respectable 0.568. I think if you get over five, I can't think you kind of do Oh, that puts it, really. as far as I can see, it's... Uh, uh, hang on. Not bad. Just type. Hang on, hang on, here we go, here we go. It is at number... Oh, above Cloud Atlas. 24. And below Downsizing. Mm. Yeah, seems about right. Yeah, seems fair enough. Yeah, that's about yeah. right. That's it's quite one. similar to Downsizing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not falling in, in for every, every week. <laughs> Downsizing is a very religious film, remember? There's a lot about yeah. religion in Downsizing. Mm. Less about religion. Down- oh, Matt Damon. Yeah, no, yeah. 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 That's weird. Um, so that's all we've got uh, next week. Thanks, Nathaniel. Thanks, Nathaniel. Cheers. We will we'll watch try and the... watch the real, the, the yeah. actual film yeah. next time. <laughs> yeah, we've got another one, and then we can watch that. We've got two, and we've then we've got another three. Oh, have we? Film. Is it three? Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So, ne- so we're now entering a new season uh, <laughs> called Ladies' Night or slash Ladies First. We are going to have films chosen by our. Our better halves, the women in our lives. We're going to have our partners are going to choose a film each. Uh, this was put forward by my wife, Lucy, uh, who wants us to watch the film Unbreakable, which See, Chris, probably isn't even. Yeah, a Chris's film. face is 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 the, the the Bruce Willis one. Yeah, yep. I don't think it's. She science. claims it's a science fiction. I don't film. think it's sci-fi. It's a comic book film. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. This one. I don't think it's sci-fi. I mean, it's literally the comic, a comic book film. We've already gone wrong. It's like Logan. Is Logan yeah. a sci-fi film? No, not really. I think Logan's got more. Logan's of a, more uh, sci-fi because at least yeah, he has like metal in him. Professor X yeah. stuff is all sci-fi. Yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll give first, it a go anyway, eh? We'll give a season a go. Prepare Ooh, for poppins. Know. Yeah. Prepare for poppins. Well, there we go. So you need to go back to your homes and find out what you want your uh, your other halves want you to watch. Yeah. We'll do. Uh, and that'll be our next two films and until then uh, yeah uh, get in touch sciencefictionracism at gmail.com like Nathaniel you could have oh. the wrong film watched six <laughs> months too late <laughs> if you get in touch if you get in touch now we might watch it by next like April yeah. so you know yeah. it could happen to you it could happen to Imagine. you dream big mm. <laughs> have we had any posts we haven't had any posts have we I don't check it we have loads I we mean, just don't read them we've got loads to, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Actually, we've got. I will. T- I'll take off air, but you okay. can. Uh, so that's all for now. Thank you for joining us, and uh, yeah, uh, see you for some uh, things that might or Bruce may not Willis. be. Yeah, Bruce Willis madness uh, next week. Or two. Bye. Bye.